All right, we are back for another episode of Stream of Thought, episode number 82. And today, we start off with a very pleasant topic. Just kidding. It's, but it is something that's in the news and, and transitions into a lot of other things, which is unfortunately the shooting that happened at YouTube headquarters. Uh, and somehow we managed to transition, transition to, to, transition to family to gatherings into, well, oh, that's way later. We talk about, <laughs> we talk about plenty of other stuff before. Family we dynamics. Talk about, we talk about gullibility. Oh, yeah, that's right. With. We talk a little bit Jokes about gullib- and gullibility pranks. and pranks. And we do talk about family, family as well. history, genealogy, tradition, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of family drama and what that looks like from a yet another perspective. Yeah. You hear so many of these stories all the time, and this is another one of those. It's a good one. Episode number 82, Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> pocket i am well situated for 45 minutes to an hour of conversation so did you hear about this shooting at youtube i did to I start did. off on a light topic i did see that holy shit i did, don't know have you, have you heard the details about i it? don't know any details other than the suspect is a woman yeah so like and she hated youtube not to, yeah basically that's that's basically the story long story short she said something to the extent of like youtuber in my life like 39 year old woman who posted about veganism on a youtube channel on youtube that kept getting demonetized in the oh, same really? issue that everyone else has been having including the drywall doctor on youtube mm-hmm. which how to videos still getting demonetized i mean they get put it back up like 48 hours later, but still, it's like, everyone's hit with this issue. Yeah. But, yeah, apparently she lost her cool and uh, decided to take it out on, uh, take it, take Losing it her cool is a bit of an I, understatement. You know, I, I figured I'd just, you know, sum up the whole thing. And she definitely lost her cool. Yeah. Yeah. For I just, sure. I cannot believe that, really, I mean, you think about it, though. You're, I'm kind of surprised that there's What type been, of weapon did you use? That is still not been released at, as of this time by the police. It'll come out at some point in time. But, I mean, she didn't, as far as we're aware, she didn't kill anyone. But she, right. like, shot lots and lots oh, of bullets. Oh, she shot up the place? And then killed herself. Okay. So, yeah, and, and she just went in because apparently that's how she thought that she would express her frustrations with just the walking, YouTube demonetization process. Walking straight into headquarters. And isn't shooting up the Do place. you know where she's from? Uh, she's she, from, like, the San Bernardino okay, area. Okay, so she's, she's from, from the area. area. Yeah, it's not like she area. traveled there from yeah. another part of the country. But what's fascinating is that how immediately afterwards you had all these sort of fake news reports popping up on Twitter, on Facebook, on all the... There was one dude's uh, Twitter account who worked at YouTube whose account was hacked, and he's like, can you help help me find my friend? And they posted a picture of Keemstar. I don't know if you know who that is. He's he's like a YouTube personality, like a shock jock mm-hmm. type uh, Howard Stern figure. Got it. So, anyway. I mean, like, but all over the place you had... Uh, these reports popping up, everyone wanting to know what's going on, and then people posting misinformation on the internet. And that got me thinking, like, we live in an age right now where there is no filter to information that, like, comes out. Dude, I gotta show you something real crazy that I came across today. So there is, there is, um, like, it's an, I don't know, 
it's, I don't think it's it's not an app, but uh, this company developed this thing for voice where all you do is you just need to like I, I think it's like thirty seconds to a minute of somebody's voice so you can get someone like from the radio or television or something, and you can say whatever you want and it will recreate that statement in their voice mm-hmm. and yeah. so you can totally create fake news and uh what i saw it said they had like a side a segment of of president obama saying something making it look like he's actually saying it and it's his voice but it's not really but i'll play it right now real quick because it kind of you can tell it's it's you can if you listen carefully you can tell that it is a recreation that it's not authentic but the people who absorb fake news probably look past that, you know. Um, this night I am happy to share with you a small announcement about a cool startup called Library. They launched today their website where you can create a digital copy of your voice. They only need you to record one minute of audio. This is just- So that's like, you can kind of tell it's a cross between Stephen Hawking and, you know, Obama. That they got but, the tone and inflection and everything yes. like that. That they got the, the, the general sound. But if that's voice. new, right? This is something that's new. Imagine, like, what it would be like in five years. That's been on for, like, a year already. I mean, like, and, and the fact that you're hearing about it now means that it's becoming, like, in the mainstream. Yeah. The mainstream is aware of it. Now, it's interesting, too, because simultaneously, and you're probably going to hear about this more because I tend to, I, for whatever reason, and I think it's probably because I... I'm interested in sort of the the, the shadow corners of the web. Yeah. Like, what what are the people on the fringes sort of working on or developing or talking about? And so something that has emerged from the fringes that I think is soon going to become an issue that I think everyone hears about is uh, fake porn, fake celebrity porn. No way. And so there is digital technology right now that is able to fuse any face yeah. with any porn star's body and to make it look as though it is realistic. Like, really? it, you know, the the image isn't, like, 180p resolution. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, super not high. It's not, it's yeah. not 4K high-def resolution yeah. stuff where you're able to make out their freckles and stuff. But, but within a few years, you can make within it a, Within a few years, you would imagine that this would become something that is indistinguishable from actual video. And so you have all of these... Um, Who's your, uh, uh, Charisse Theron? Don't even say her fucking name Dude, in this. Set. No, <laughs> you, you leave her out of this. Naked and doing it. You leave her out of this. Leave her out of this. Dirty couch. Oh, yeah. My, um, in college, my, um, my, my buddy Zilly, uh, we had, like, sweetheart, sweethearts that were running against each other for, you know, house sweetheart. And, uh, he took the, th- he took each of their pictures, their, their, of their face and photoshopped it onto these three different uh, uh, porn stars who were obviously <laughs> naked, and they're like touching themselves. And he and he put it in the bathroom, and then on the text it said like, "Who would you vote for?" or like something oh crazy like God. that. That <sighs> shit was so funny. I mean, of course, the boyfriends of the people who this who's uh, who were dating the potential sweethearts at the time didn't think it was too funny, but. <laughs> Uh, that was a, sure that was a, that was that's yeah. a total a total zilly thing. Wow. Yeah. So that's I mean the cra- the craziness of digital technology and being able to like fuse stuff yeah. like that is becoming more and more uh, accessible to everyone. Yeah. And so one of the one of the interesting things that I had heard is like if everything can be real, then nothing is real. I mm. mean, 
really when you get to a certain point where it becomes indistinguishable, truth and fiction become indistinguishable, then like you really do get to be in a choose your own reality type mm-hmm. of environment. Now, like my my response to this whole immediate like hoaxes and and fake stuff that comes out is like that's the reason why we have the media, right? They serve as a filter and a check on false information. And it's weird how we've gotten to this point right now where it's something it's something outrageous. Oh, like, uh, you should pick it up and give him a quick and and just tell him real quick. Uh, uh, never mind. Oh, you're ready. Hey, Brooks, you're on the podcast. That's all right. I don't know what happened. That would have been sweet to have a surprise to have a surprise guest on the podcast. Ricks right. was getting a phone call from uh, one of his best from friends Bricks. in Minnesota. That would have been real funny. Yes, not the not the time or place because we we we've been having a test, text conversation throughout the day. So, okay, so it would be an ongoing continuation yeah. of that. Yeah, but yes, so it it is fascinating to think about because really, I mean, like people distrust the news media, and yet yeah. they go on Twitter and Facebook and are able. to... Maybe uh, people will do their slowly make an effort to do their own research the the only reason though why i bring that up as a critique is because i i was thinking back to our last episode and how you were showing me your brand new iphone 5 oh yeah how beautiful it was and you were going on about just how how beautiful it looked and how well it worked yeah. and all the features it had it still and I looks was great like, yeah no totally like that's a great new phone like yeah i told and then you're like i'm just kidding it's, a, it's my old phone. I just took the screen cover off. Yeah. And I was thinking, shit, you could have kept going on talking about like how yeah. this is a brand new phone and how everything is there. And I would have bought it the whole, yeah. the whole way. I would have been like, oh, of course, Victor gets another five, yeah. you know, another five phone. It looks really nice. Like it looks refurbished or whatever. Uh, but no, I totally buy it. And I was wondering, how gullible of a person are you? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a super gullible person, dude. I, um, I buy stuff hook, line, and sinker. Really? It is, it is uh, disgusting. It is disgusting how gullible I am. I'm just curious to see how you view your own gullibility. I guess I've never really thought about that before. Really? Yeah. I guess it depends on who I'm talking to. Because you're a prankster. To. You're, you're yeah, a practical joker. Sure. And so you like sort of the sleight of hand, like, yeah. you know, make, make people think surprise people make yeah. people think outside the box yeah and i wonder how often you're able because I, I've, I've i've done it a couple of times where i've led you on for some some deceptive reason mm-hmm. and you bought it but i don't know how often you find yourself in those positions of embarrassment like oh, yeah I, I guess i did uh, uh, i don't know phone. i'll have to uh, i'll have to keep an eye on that from now on it's interesting because like you're talking with people who you trust and it's like well, of course, you're more inclined to believe what they have I'm, to say. I'm, I will always be inclined to believe whatever you say. I don't yeah. usually, like, question it. I, yeah. like, if Rick's is telling me this, it's most likely truth. Now, on the other hand, one of my other friends who sometimes will tell me something, I'll just kind of, yeah, I don't really know about that. Yeah. I'll have to do my own research. Or I feel like, you know what? You have a reputation for overselling things. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. Mm, I don't think so. There's the individual assessment of a yeah. person's character. Yeah. And you think to yourself, 
I mean, and you don't even think to yourself consciously. It's all subconscious. Yeah. It's like, how do I assess this information? Do, 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 do. I just categorize it. What, what, you know, whatever. I guess it depends, too, on what they're talking about and if that's something that is always, like, an interest And how believable theirs. it is, too, right? Because if, yeah. if I'm coming to the podcast and talking to you about, like, how I walked down the street and this, you know, like, tripped a person going down the road, like, by accident, that might be believable. But... If I tell you a story about how I'm walking down the street and I smack an old lady, but are you talking about gullibility in terms of like if your intention is to try and like pull a prank or trick me somehow, or if your intention is to, uh, or if your intention is to like mislead me intentionally for mal for mal purposes? You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I feel like there's a fun sport in it where there there is it's it's a it's an indication of your like creativity and mm-hmm. um intuitiveness like yeah interpersonal skills like how fine are you able to like walk that line between something that's sort of like well of course i believe you like you know why would i have any reason to doubt you and this is so outrageous there's no way i could believe you there's something in the middle where it's like wait just a second as they're telling the story you're like wait just a second i know that he was in california last week he couldn't have been talking oh, about okay. a story and and so i feel like for those mischievous type of people who like to like play around with people yeah the i best keep uh, type of people are the ones who walk that fine line and just insert the unbelievable aspects or whatever it is and uh, i when uh see i don't i've never i've only come across a couple people who are as mischievous as i am you are very mischievous. so and i will some and i like for example when i was at the park district everyone there was just it was all jokes and pranks all the time so i welcomed you know pranks at my expense because i would enjoy them just as much as anybody else so i was i wasn't necessarily like on the defense like but for example at work i like to scare people and no one else tries to scare me i've challenged people there's this other girl jen at a different store and when i was working there for a few weeks i was watching my back and i was looking around the corner and we were trying to get each other (laughs) Um, so oh I knew God. there was like a game going on, yeah. so I was a little more defensive. Yeah. Um, but as far as, pr- I was thinking of some good pranks today, like just randomly, just like, what are, what are some good things that I can do to people? And one of them was, uh, do like a one, two punch where if I'm like picking someone up and I get like coffee on the way or something and I, I really put like heat up tomato soup or something and put it in because your brain it gets a, a bit of a mind fuck for a moment when you grab something and you're expecting a certain taste and it's something it's something else that would be wild like i right i couldn't imagine i mean yeah you can like, consume tomato soup like, yeah. but it'd be like wait what like yeah. you're thinking it's gonna be coffee so and then be like this oh, is I'm the sorry. weirdest coffee no, no, no. i've ever tasted and then because... be like and then be like oh i'm sorry uh, that was a joke here here here's some water you can rinse out your mouth <laughs> and then but really give them water <laughs> That's that's vodka. That's, no, that's vinegar. That's vinegar. <laughs> oh my but then god! I was thinking, then I was thinking. Then me? I was thinking. If it's vinegar, it'd probably be a very potent smell. So you'd have to dilute it with some water, right? You know what I'm saying? And then after that, I was like, no, here's the real coffee. And then hit him again with something. So what I was thinking was, if you trick him with coffee, the tomato soup coffee, and then and then you have a, a, a the second punch and a backup. So you give him the water that's part vinegar. And if they're like, yes, well, then you get them again unexpectedly. If they're like, no, it's okay, then you hand them the quote-unquote real coffee, and then it's something else. All right. 
let's be honest. And if, I was if thinking, you if you had pulled that on me, what do you think my reaction would be <laughs> to something like that? You would be like, you would. This is what you do. You'd grab it. You'd. Oh, damn it! Are you serious? Are you serious right now? Are you serious right now? This is not funny. This is not funny. Uh, and you'd probably spill some on yourself a little uh, bit. I feel like looking in a mirror. <laughs> but I thought about, I don't know what I was doing. Oh, I was in my meeting, I think. When I thought about this, I catch myself thinking about things, and then I take a step backwards. I'm like, how the fuck did I get to this idea that I had? And I backtrack, mm. you know? But I'm always uh, thinking in my head about random stuff. I think I was thinking about that when I was at my meeting today, which was so boring. Oh, my goodness. The amount of time that is wasted at meetings blows oh, my me, mind. Tell me about it. And this meeting was supposed to be from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. And a couple of people showed up late. We started the meeting on time. There were a couple of people late. And then the DM is like, hey, um, is, anyone, is anyone okay if like we stay here just till like 1230 instead of 12? I'm like, uh, that's 25% past the time no that's a little bit less than that it's two hours that's a fair amount of time to be past the meeting i was there until 12 45 so 45 minutes past the scheduled time and for some reason like i try and do the minimum in terms of i let people know that i'm listening but i don't feel like i need to give my two cents on every matter because that's what adds up all the time any meeting and a lot of the time i feel like people are talking just so other people can hear them talking. It's just blah, 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 blah. We spent 30 to 40 minutes on something on the agenda that said we should only spend 15 minutes on. Yeah. I was just like, what? I was getting paid for it, so I didn't care. But at the same time, it was my day off because it was going to be yesterday and I go to the store that it was going to be at and... It was the wrong day. Anyway, whatever. Not that big of a deal, but meetings can be pretty boring. Do you, I mean, well. I was trying really hard to keep myself from doodling and coloring in all the letter O, the D's, the, overall, the P's, the coloring like, around was, the staple. Yeah, what was the end point of the, like, what were, what were the main points they wanted to convey for the meeting? What were, like, the, the main takeaway points? Dude, I'll be honest. I don't remember. Oh, my God. See, and, you know, I wonder if part of that has to just do with, like, a lack of education when it comes to how to effectively run meetings. But, bro, in my experience, in in non-profit, nonetheless, non-profit, like, I had good mentors, but they knew how to run a meeting. There was no time wasted. If you wanted to get stuff done, you would talk to the people ahead of the meeting who had any sort of conflicts or who you thought would have something to say work out whatever it is ahead of them, and then set aside the minimal time, maybe a half an hour for even an important topic, because all the details are ironed out, and it's just a matter of everyone else hearing what's going on. And that gives the opportunity that if there are crucial things that need to be caught, like like major points of intersection that need to be communicated, that's the time when communication happens. Details, like working out details, if people are using meetings to work out details then they're not using meetings effectively. And the fact that I feel like in so many individual instances, hearing your experience with meetings, and even my experiences with various meetings, they're just not efficient. And it's like, I understand the, like, desire to socialize with people, and I feel like that's a good part of why people want to have meetings. It's like, ooh, chance to hang out with people, like, chance to talk. 
and so that that sort of extends it. But I mean, if you sort of just lay the parameters down ahead of time and make it known that yeah, we're going to keep this certain time. If you have to have somebody who has a, a watch and just keeps track of it, but like do the homework ahead of time, and that's that's half the battle of any meeting is making sure that you talk to everyone ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. The purpose was now it was pretty much sharing management techniques and a couple things related to this this little handheld device we use to do inventory. Yeah. That was about it. This meeting could have been condensed to 45 minutes. Yeah. See, there you go. Because everything about the technical thing, I could have learned from either my store manager or just other other managers that know how to use it. Yeah. And the feedback on different management stuff like story like just like hey i do this what do you do oh i do this oh that's a good idea maybe i can apply that i mean i'll maybe take away two things that i think are a good idea but there's no need the amount of time spent on a particular topic far outweighed the cost of that time was far outweighed the benefit and yeah, it was no important. It was unfortunate, but we did uh, write off some uh, food and drink, and I was the one that got to pick it. So <laughs> I grabbed some donuts, some uh, chocolate chip muffins, orange juice, chocolate milk, and uh, I let someone else pick out something. So I'm sorry, I didn't. Catch I got what time of day this was. This was from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. 12 a.m. Yeah, 10 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll get to write up. Uh, Miles that I drove because it's another store, so <laughs> probably get like ten bucks just hey, for driving. <laughs> there you go, man. Making making those positives. Yeah, but guess what? Today uh, I'll have to check the odometer, but I'm I think I've driven uh, like eighty miles today. What? <laughs> so I went to the gym. I filled up gas afterwards. Can we just like frame that in the course of like your whole driving experience? You've had in the past ten years. A total in what? Or no, I'm sorry, eight years. The, in ten, the eight years that I've had my car, almost eight years, I've averaged about 10,000 miles 10,000 miles year. a year for the past eight years yeah. or so. And so I feel like 80 today was, miles in one day. Today was abnormal. Pretty high. Today was abnormal because I, I went from my house to Lyle back, downtown Chicago for an audition, back, Go out and I'm right over here. Go to your place. Go back over here. Oh my! Yeah. Did you have some good podcasts to listen to? No, I was listening to the fucking radio, which sucks. I should have listened to a podcast, but decided to give the radio a shot, and that sucked because there's only about what's played on the radio. There's only about ten to fifteen percent of what's actually good entertainment, whether it's music or a talk show. Everything else just sucks. Yeah. Wow, that is a lot. I did listen to, uh, I did. I do enjoy listening to on, uh, I mean, like Kiss FM or sometimes B96, where they have someone that calls the radio station. They're like, hey, I went on this date with someone. It went really well. I don't know what's going on. Can you please, you know, try and call this person? So they call the other person, try and figure out what we're wrong. Like, hey, this was brought to our attention. Like, you went on a date with John, and he said it really well. Like, can you tell us what happened? Well, it did go really well, and yada, yada, yada. And this guy went on a date with uh, this girl twice, and uh, on the second date, he said something like, um, yeah, you know, uh, your personality is so great that I'm looking, I'm, I 
am looking past your bad looks, or that's pretty much what he said. Oh, God. He didn't say bad looks per se, but that's pretty much what he said. And the DJs are like, what? Frank, are you serious? You left out a very big detail before we <laughs> called this person. It's interesting the way it goes to hear the story unfold. Yes. It's pretty funny. There's all there's always some key details. Yeah, I feel like that very another one. This girl was like, he smelled. His whole place just smelled, and they and then they figured I was like, oh no! Like the day before, I was like cooking this Polish dish that heat that stinks up the whole house, but I didn't realize it because I'm like I'm cooking in my house. I'm sorry, and they're like, oh yeah, I have heard of that. Like, will you go on a second date with this guy? Yes, I will. We'll pay for it. Okay, and so sometimes it's resolved, but it's very entertaining to hear the little details that each person leaves out. Communication yeah. therapy right there. Yeah. It was pretty good. So what have you been up to the last three days, four oh, days? Oh my goodness, man. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, Easter, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, my friend. Easter only? Easter, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, Thanksgiving. No, I'm looking, I'm, I was looking at my notes. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I was debating whether or not I wanted to bring up my, my Easter Easter dinner experience. Yeah, bring it up. Let me hear uh, about it. I don't know, man. Is it funny? It's not, no, I mean, you, what happened? You, you'll, you'll find everything entertaining. What happened? I mean, it's, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing bad happened. Uh, but it was one of those things where, uh, those little details. It's like, what little details do I include in this story? So, uh, it's it's a pretty we have a we normally have a pretty small gathering. It's uh, my family, which is my brother, my sister, myself, my parents. Five people in your immediate family. Five people in my immediate family, and there's four people uh, on my mom's side: her brother, and then wife and two kids. Okay. Now the two kids were out of town. One's in college and the other is living in Texas right now. Okay. So it was just the two of them. And then, uh, aunt Sue, aunt Sue, aunt Sue. Yeah. Yep. Aunt Sue. And, uh, so yeah, I, man, man, it's one of those things where heading into a convert, like when it comes to, to family gatherings there, you sort of prepare yourself in certain respects. And I always prepare myself in the sense that like, I know that my uncle and aunt are pretty socially conservative individuals. They, I mean, my uncle listens to Rush Limbaugh on a daily basis. Like okay. that's his bread and butter. And so they, they obviously have a certain live in a different world. World view. They have a they have a particular worldview which is their own, right? Like they, are, it's a free country. You can, <laughs> you can live however you'd like. But but I know like I just gotta stop you because I love how you're just eloquently attempting to paint a different picture mm-mm, than mm-mm. what you've previously Listen, done man, with different people. The beauty of language, the beauty of, of language, is, and the beauty of having a larger vocabulary is that you are able to more precisely convey precisely what is going on and I use precisely two times. I love it. <laughs> like, I, I, I love that's fine. I love I'm trying to big words again right now. It doesn't matter who we're talking about. Listen, it doesn't matter who we're talking about. And one podcast, you know, they're entitled to their worldview. They are socially conservative. Uh, yeah. And then another, these fucking idiots, all they do is listen to Fox News, and they don't make any effort to see the other side or to see what it is that they're consuming is actual 
verified data. So I love how right now I'm experiencing Listen. two side, two polar opposites of what sounds to be like the same thing. Listen, my friend. So continue, continue. I will respond to you in the verse of Proverbs to say, to every season there is a time. To every time there is a season. And so... In a particular season, perhaps, yeah, I may be a little more vocal and um, forgiving, un- <laughs> unrestrained. Let's say unrestrained in my my perspective on certain yeah, ideologies. Okay. But when it comes to like something like a family gathering, I'm not going to be confrontational. Right. And I'm going to try. Like they're family. Right. I'm going to love them. I got like you. every time there's a season, and these are people family who, versus uh, people on the internet. Pe- okay, people, people on the internet, got even it. like jackasses on the on the street. Yeah, podcast. yeah. like. There's a difference. I mean, I I think that, but ultimately, I do I do want to, I do want to okay. add a caveat. Keep I going, do want to add going. the caveat that yes, I do try to understand perspectives that are different than mine. I may disagree with it, and in full transparent, in full transparency, I will say yes. I believe that their beliefs are asinine. Like if it makes you, <laughs> if it makes you happy to hear that. I will articulate that right now. It All doesn't right? make me happy, but I am happy that you are acknowledging this. Um, the ego defending itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, yes. Uh, so, anyway, you know, you, you, you go into family gatherings, especially with those who have different political yeah. ideologies, with a certain, like, guard up. And you're like, you're not going to talk about this. You're going to talk about things that bring you together. Family yeah. You're going like to tread that. lightly gonna as tr- to avoid uh, conflict. Conflict. Exactly. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, that's my standard default. I've never had any sort of conflict. Like, my uncle is a uh, very active member in his church, and it's kind of like the, it, the, his Christianity means a lot to him. And Perfect. so, like, for, for him, I know he's a very different form of Christianity. Like, he's very anti-gay. Like, he's very anti, you know, a lot of things that I don't necessarily believe in, but we believe in sort of the ethos of Christian okay. love. And so we can talk about... He helps with the the boys club of his of his church, okay. which is a great thing, and it gives him a lot of like satisfaction and joy, and really positive experiences. So that's something we can talk about now. What I didn't necessarily prepare myself for, and for whatever reason, I don't know why. So my my aunt Sue, and this has been a problem in the past, is that I've told you, I've told you, I've told you about good old Aunt Sue. Haven't I? Yes. Okay. What, what do you recall? I, I was about to say, yes, I recall hearing about Ansu, but I don't remember the details. I think it's just, it's someone who's a close family friend, but not necessarily an aunt by blood. She's the, she is the uh, liberal Twitter comment that you see on the internet. Okay. <laughs> like, that's right. probably the best way that okay. I can describe her. So we've got like, Aunt Sue and uh, your uncle in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's been it's been quite a uh, oh, and, Yeah, and then, you know, if my dad ever decides to like throw a couple of grenades in there, yeah. too, that always Does like he do he, that really? he likes to st- Oh he, yeah. Yeah, yeah, every once in a while oh, he'll like to so stir funny. things up to stir things up. So he'll he'll throw a couple of grenades in no there and just way. see what happens. In the past, in the past, that this is isn't so recently. Funny. But we've had some fun. Yeah. We've had some stories. So yes, needless to say, we've always had these sort of Interesting experiences, but it's always been sort of like this liberal versus conservative kind of thing. And here I am, as somebody who, I'm assuming that I'm of the same political persuasion as my aunt, Mm -hmm. uh, not fully embracing the fact that she is just like, she's a living Twitter comment. Like, like, and 
you know, she 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 means well and and all that, but she starts talking uh, something at dinner, and it, it was so innocuous. And I actually wanted to write this down because my train of thought, I, I felt like at the time, like in the immediate afterwards, my mom, oh my goodness, my mom was like, "You did a horrible thing! Like, how dare you! Like, to your like, aunt." And get, well, the fact that the fact that I got a little like intense with my debate because oh it caught, like, okay it, it, so you it, it got sort of involved turned, too it turned, oh yeah I got sucked in like a whirlpool man does it ever it happen was, where uh, oh I don't recall what I can't remember what it is called but in wrestling what they do is they just have a giant sometimes just have a giant brawl in the middle of the ring and uh, and uh, it's just like every man for himself almost. And sometimes, like, people just get tossed out, and then they're out, so... Think of, like, Dragon Ball Z, where, like, I go down in the middle of the ring, and I'm like, <clears throat> everyone else goes away except for my opponent. And it's just, okay, like... Okay, got it, got it, It's like, okay. everyone else is like, holy shit, what just okay, happened? Okay, okay. Like, we did not expect Laying that. down Like, hammer, everyone's just yeah. like, uh, we're back at office. Right. Because me, as a politi- political science junkie and somebody mm-hmm. who, like, this is their life and passion... Can get a little intense at times, yeah. as I'm sure our listeners have heard. So tell times. me what happened. So, so here's the thing. Like, imagine it this way: you and I are having a conversation. We're talking about, uh, let's say, uh, Mexican heritage, mm-hmm. and we're talking about like how great Mexican heritage is. I'm just like, yeah, you know, like the Mexicans. They're just they're they're hard workers. I mean, they may sm- they they may smell, but they have a really good like, <laughs> ethic about their world. Like, right? Like, we can all agree that they're really hard hardworking, all that, right? And well, your response it's would like, probably wait, be like, wait, did you wait, say? wait, go wait, back, <laughs> rewind a yeah. little bit, and, uh, and you'd be like, uh, that second thing that you said, like, there's a little, like, wait, how, where did that come from? Like, what? Like, there, there's that moment of, like, wait just a second. This like, is like we're, we're green, we're green, yeah. we're having conversations, we're going back and forth. This is like, uh, I started watching <laughs> The Office on Netflix, <laughs> and uh, it's like the second or third episode, like, diversity appreciation, and Michael says to Oscar, like, He's like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, my parents are Mexican. I was born here in the United States. And, and uh, Michael Scott's like, yeah, that's great. Um, Oscar, is there another another word other than that's not so offensive as Mexican? But like, he's like, well, what, what do you mean? He's like, what? No, what do you, what do you mean? Mexican, you can say it. And then, and then Michael is like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, he's being good. Like, he's, yeah, no. he's good-hearted, but... Like, completely ignorant. Yeah, but without realizing. And they're just sort of going on like that. You know, at at first, uh, at the dinner conversation, it was like, well, my my initial reaction was just just like, wait just a second. So give me a play-by-play. Well, I I can't remember specifically uh, what the first conversation was regarding. Because we had... It was something that, whatever it was, the main thing because i wasn't like I, w- I was having conversations with everyone like i was going back and forth it was a family conversation back forth back yeah. forth and then this thing sort of like stops me on tracks so i'm like wait just a second well what and so i wanted to like clarify because it's like was someone saying something. something to you or you overheard something no no no, no, no. Like, we were stop. having a conversation we were going back and forth like just to like talk about something that i assume that we yeah. both agreed on right fundamentally and it wasn't even something super political it wasn't like elections or anything like that but it was it was something that uh, if you are a conservative, you would have a particular perspective. If you were liberal, you would have a particular perspective. If you didn't really care about politics, you wouldn't really know what was going on. Like one of those things mm-hmm. where it's like, if, you know, if you have a persuasion, yeah. then you are, uh, you have a opinion on the topic. 
one form or another. And so for me, it's like I was sort of of the false assumption that we were in the middle lane of just <laughs> like just a, a conversation of like, like she's on the liberal side, but it's something that's sort of common, like everyone, something that everyone knows about mm-hmm. and something that everyone can probably agree could be improved. Like could have been the post office or something. I got to tell you, but, I'm dying to know what the spark was. I've got to know. I really want to know. It's too bad. You, I don't know what it is. Well, um, the, immigration. The the thing where it really kind of like spiraled a little, not necessarily spiraled out of control. Like, yeah, I, I, I had to leave the room. Um, was later. The, the dinner, it okay. was, it was okay. momentary. Okay, it was okay, momentary. And so that passed. And foolish so me. now we're I don't learn, the I, I, I do not learn. I'm not, a, I'm not a very good learner when it comes to making mistakes. And so afterwards, everyone's done with dinner. Everyone's sitting around the conversation. Uh, sitting around the room having conversations. Was there noticeable tension that arose in the air? Well, here's what happened. Is that, uh, again, everyone's having different conversations. Right, 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 right. I'm really, I'm I'm being very patient. I want to know, did did the gloves come off? Let me tell you, listening to your conversations and your (laughs) your stories that drag on forever, Uh, you will will at least afford me a little bit of... All right, a little all bit right. of procrastination uh, getting my name. All right, all right, all right. Don't right, even, right, don't even start right. with me. I'm just gonna listen. <laughs> I'll listen. All right. To make the long story short, basically, it had to do with she said something to the extent of, uh, well, when we were talking, uh, it had to do with the the American economy and how the American economy was just going down the drain, and that if you just looked to Germany and followed their economy, then uh, we would be much better. And my response was something along the lines of, well, like, capital, like capitalism and the Democratic Socialist Party are, like, socialism and capitalism operate in two different ways. Like, Germany operates under a structure of more socialism than capitalism, where the state and corporations work together, as opposed to capitalism, where the state and the government don't work together. They fight each other. They fight each other, because that's what, like... It's just fundamentally yeah. different. And so anybody who has any understanding of, like, fundamental government, especially if you're going to fucking throw out Germany in a conversation, <laughs> you might as well know that they're run by the Democratic Socialist Party. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and, and so my response <laughs> my response in my head is like, wait just a second. I mean, like, you know that, like, Democratic Socialist Party is different than, like, the way that our government yeah. runs. And she's like... Well, no, like, but then she's, she gets hostile and she like, she, she's just like, well, no, I don't know that. And then she's like, well, can you cite, uh, like, can you cite an article stating about how Germany hasn't done something in the past 10 years? And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like what we were just talking, like we literally were talking about something totally different and just like, as soon as I interjected that correction we just totally took a deviation (laughs) into like an accelerated uh like confrontation Uh and here i'm just like whoa like dude there did you listen to the podcast that just an id10t with uh ed helms no i didn't recently Mm -mm. they they talk about this like people listening and making arguments and then getting super defensive so you got to listen to that but continue and it just takes this this forty five degree angle where I'm yeah. just like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. I mean, what? all I wanted to point out was that the like the 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 distinction that you were trying to make the the analogy that you were trying to make between Germany and America and their economies like just 
It's like I don't, I don't understand why VHS can't be as high a quality as DVD. Like, why don't they just be high quality like DVD? Well, they're like completely two different operating systems. That is a exactly for (laughs) for somebody who is totally totally an unrelated topic. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Or like, or maybe DVD and Blu-ray or something. Why doesn't everyone like why why don't more people like skunks? I mean, like I know they smell and everything like occasionally, but like they're like what? (laughs) Yeah, I get you're trying you're trying to make a connection with things that can't be connected. Or or just yeah, it's just it's 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 not it, it just. Does not compute, kind of like trying to plug a firewall cable into a USB port or something like like that. Well, okay, so you know how I've talked about how like Ray had those like moments of like reboot, reboot, like total shutdown, like blue screen of death, like system overload, system overload, and. I feel as though I'm like a person. in like in Windows ninety eight or something <laughs> when like the the box was just fucking populate like a thousand different things oh at the same God. time. <laughs> horrifying, horrifying. You remember experience. that? Yeah, then, yeah. Oh, I just fucked up. Big oh time. boy! Quick, quick, quick! Yeah. Shut it down! Shut it down! Try to reboot and see if everything's gonna be okay. It's all gonna be okay. Yeah. So or when you try and move the window over and it has like its shadow. And you move it around, oh and it's God. just all over yeah, the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old school. But, I mean, I feel like I'm kind of the person who's not going to get into that mode of, like, I just don't understand yeah. what it is you are saying. But, like, we're having this conversation about about a topic that I'm very familiar with, and then suddenly she's just like, well, this alternative reality is something that I'm going to stand my ground on. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like, we're on, like... In my in my my instinctual reaction is like, well, liberals tend to be a little more educated and tend mm-hmm. to like be yes. more inquisitive. Whether or not that's true, I I don't I don't have enough evidence personally to like say one way or another. But that's my stereotype. Yes. That's my own personal like burden to overcome. But naturally, my inclination is if I'm talking to somebody who has a generally progressive worldview, I tend to find that they are more open to like corrections or. Uh, uh, clarifications to their positions. And so, for me, my conversations with somebody like Brooks or Victor in Minnesota is going to be one of, oh, okay, well, I didn't know that blank spot, or I got this fact, like, slightly wrong, like, I'll reassess my position. That is the general response that I tend to get. And this, it was like, I'm talking to a liberal, and and she's like, nope, I'm going to stand my ground, and I'm gonna fight you, like, and I'm 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 gonna like totally like cognitive dissonance. I'm gonna change the conversation because I need to be right. Like, yeah. this is a, so this is something I need to be right about, and it doesn't matter like how well, what some of them sort of throw into the mix, mm-hmm. but like I'm gonna need to be right, and if you don't prove that you're right, I'm gonna be right, and it's it was just very like weird to uh-huh. to, to engage in that sort of like messy uh, yeah interaction you were thrown off, and I was really. I really was. I I didn't. I did not. Wait, you're you're liberal. Li- liberals don't behave like this. Well, uh, no. I mean, it, was, it, was, it wasn't like a moment of revelation. Yeah. Like, I'm fully aware that fucking liberals are just <laughs> as stupid as conservatives in many instances, which is fine. But yeah. my, my again, add a couple of glasses of wine into the mix. Yeah. You lower your defenses, <laughs> and um, you. You, you missed, uh, a couple you of glasses of wine. You, you misjudged. Uh, <laughs> you misjudged your assumptions. So, did you uh, did you lay down the law? Did you uh, what? Ha- oh, you said you had to walk away. Oh yeah, I was sent out of the room. Volunteer. So your mom I made you leave. Sent, I was your sent mom out made of the room. you leave. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> I was sent out of the room. 
that's funny. Now, to be perfectly honest, I thought that... Now, the way that I engage with people, right? The way that you and I banter back and forth. And there, some, <laughs> there have been some instances where I push back on you. And been particularly aggressive when yeah. it comes back to... And if you if you were not friends with me, I'm sure that would come off as slightly hostile, right? Yeah. Like, I, I can be a little aggressive yeah. at times. <laughs> and I... Like, that is that is a character flaw that I... I I will continue to work at, and, and being around you has yeah. certainly helped. But, again, that's my default, like, that's mo- my modus operandi. And I feel like most of the people who know me and most of my friends, most of my family understand that that's just simply the way that I am. Yeah. I mean, I can get a little intense at times because I have, like... There's passion behind there's the pa- argument. There's passion behind the argument. And yeah. <laughs> thank you for putting it generously. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I, I think that uh, it was one of those things where I didn't I was finding no malice or ill will in the conversation itself, but I felt like there perhaps may have been an elevated level of anxiety in everybody okay. else. Because everyone else sort of just stopped talking. And we're just <laughs> watching the back and forth. And we're just like, socialism is not capitalism. Oh. Like, do you fundamentally understand that there is a difference between these these two types of governments? Because you can't be making that analogy if, like, you fundamentally understand. It's like, no, well, you're smarter than me, so you tell me this and then the other thing. It's yeah. Like, Fucking A, we're not talking about that. Yeah. We're talking about this analogy, which was, so not, that big, sudden, which was not that big of a deal. Before you realize you it. made it. This whole... Goddamn all argument. of a sudden, so, before you realize it, you're bringing it up to like, you go from like twelve. Okay, oh my god, you're going up, you know, <laughs> past the meter, and then you you kind of stop and you realize, why is everybody looking at me right now? Rick, well, please leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Well, because I can get really excited and really like engaged in topics. The and level gets if, turned up incrementally, so when you get to that high level, you don't realize how high it actually but, is. Okay, part of it, yes. But part of it, too, is because it starts off as excitement. Like, I never go into something, like, ready to, like, rage against okay. someone. But, say, you and I are having, like, a really intense, like, really awesome conversation, yeah. and then suddenly it takes, like, a 90-degree turn, and you become very hostile. Well, that energy level, for me, is still up there, mm-hmm. and suddenly I just hit this wall of resistance, and where does that, like, positive energy turn? It back on myself, and I feel like you know i'm punched in the face emotionally. Got it. so anyway that's sort of like a brief psychoanalysis of my <laughs> easter weekend and i was really i seriously had my phone a text that i did not send i was i was gonna say fucking family and i didn't say that because i was like do i really want to say that to you yeah like do i really want to like make this a bigger thing than it was no it's not i moved on like it was the morning after right yeah the wine had processed through me. My, uh, <laughs> the, my, my emotions had, had subsided. I had three aunts come over last week. It was a couple of days before Easter, though, because it was my mom's birthday. And they came over, and they were at the house just for, like, a couple hours before they all went downtown with my mom. But uh, it was a much more amicable experience for me. <laughs> I'm glad to hear. A, no, pe- a peaceful Easter. Yeah, and a, a peaceful no resurrection. Po- politics. I mean, I think we've talked... I think people talk about politics just a little bit. But everyone was on the same page, more along the lines of like, uh, did you hear what President Trump said this week? Yeah, wow, really? Can't believe that. Like, there wasn't really any uh, was intense conversations really of one thing or it another. Was, yeah. It was meaningful. It was just in pa- – like, politics – the topic of now, politics was in passing. I do have a question. Is your – how – like, how diverse is your family? Uh, are your your aunts, are they Mexican or are they – My aunts – no, they're all from my, my, uh, my mom's, mom's side. side. Okay. So they are they're all, white. They're all <laughs> they're all super white. Like are they? Well, are they like uh, uh, Western European white, Eastern European white, like Western European? Western is yes, okay. 
So they all, I think, well, actually. You're 50% Mexican. One of my aunts, actually one, two, two of my aunts are also fluent in Spanish that they learned in high school. My aunt that passed away several years ago, I think, was fluent in German. I think the other aunt that was at my house might know some German, but my other aunt that also knows Spanish also knows Italian. And my Holy one, crap. my one aunt, I'm going all over the board. Yeah, no. Okay, we're, so we're, of the three we, aunts we that visited, map to like of the three the of the three aunts that visited, <laughs> yes, yes, one of them is fluent in Spanish and Italian and loves going to Italy and. Uh, and um, is very open-minded and just loves people and just, you know. And the other aunt, aunt number two, also speaks Spanish and had married someone who... You said the first one speak, spoke Italian. Spanish and Italian. Oh, Spanish and Italian. The second aunt um, speaks Spanish and was married to somebody who had was Mexican um, for, I don't even know how long, several, several years and uh, the third aunt, I am uncertain. I don't. I don't know if she knows another language or not. I don't think well, she does. But like, just married. They're all like super white. They're like your white aunts, or are they? I don't know. What are you talking about? Like uh, white in color or white in uh, like cult? They're hip. Like they're cool. They're not like. They're not like they're not like this white guy yeah, that's no, like, like the, like the lame, the, the yeah, pants and the <laughs> yeah, the you know. But they're uh, all uh, super progressive, yeah. People, okay. And you do you do you only see them like once a year or whatever? Or I saw I don't know. How I saw them all the time when I was getting. Now I those. think I this is the first time I've seen them in like maybe two or three years. Oh wow! Really? I think I only saw them when my grandma <laughs> passed away. Okay. I don't know if you saw them, or maybe it was Neil. We were, like, leaving my house one time to go do something. Yes. Yes, I, I do. Yeah. Yes. There yeah. were three of them. Yeah. Yes. Those three, yeah. Holy cow. That was when your grandma passed. Yeah. I remember that. Three or four years ago. Wow. Holy cow. Yep. I can't believe that was three or four years ago. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, so you're, well... D- this was something that I, don't I know, noticed this too. What's there's more crumbs? I, Where do these come this from? Was, I have not. Does been your here. mom maybe I eat lunch not, in here? No, no, she doesn't eat oh. lunch in here. I don't know. I have no idea what this what is. From. Crumbs yeah. come from again. The, the crumb, the reappearing crumbs. Yeah, because I haven't been in here since uh, we recorded last. Yeah. So the reappearing, something falling from the ceiling. Magical. Know. Well, where are we at right now? I, don't I, know. I can't. I can't it's see. Like Forty-five. No, just under fifty. Just under fifty. I'm trying to think. Uh, well, if there's anything else, or did you want to finish up something that we were talking about? Well, yeah, I mean, it was along those lines, and it was it was one of those side things that has just been on kind of the back of my mind, which had to do with, we've never really, we've talked about this kind of in periphery, and I wasn't sure if there was anything more to add to this, but the fact that you are 50% Mexican, and if there is, in the spirit of, like Easter slash family holidays, if there's any particular family traditions that you you adhere to from your Mexican side, or if there's anything culturally significant that you find reoccurring in your life that's like a, a Mex- the, the Mexican cultural part of it. So uh, I'll first say that I, I do want to get a genealogy report done because 
you know when people are like, oh, I'm 50% this, 25% this, 10% that. You don't know. It's complete fabrication. You do not know the it's exact... What fa- it's what your family told you. Yes. Basically. But, but part of the blood is... Peruvian because we didn't know my dad didn't know about several half siblings that he had until 2009 he has like one two three maybe six to eight half siblings that he had no idea about all of them knew about him but he had no idea about them until two, three, 2009 let me come back I'll oh come my, back oh to yeah. that no, I'm fascinated that. yeah please so we'll go back to the percentages as far as um, holidays or Traditions observed in the household? No. Uh, sometimes we would get a, a bonus gift on the uh, on ki- Three Kings Day, which is like January sixth. So in Mexico, they celebrate January sixth when the Three Kings came to visit, as opposed to December twenty fifth. And so sometimes you get like a bonus gift, just like one small gift. Um, and we did. For like six or seven years, we did a uh, Cinco de Mayo party, but that's not... Um, uh, isn't that more of an Americanized It's holiday? super Americanized, yeah. yeah. So it's not something that's... Why, it's not like a national holiday in Mexico. But you anything. did that as a family thing, or you did We had a party, a- block party, yeah. Oh, your family hosted yeah. it? Yeah, for like six or seven. So like that was wow. when... okay. That was when the Mexican army defeated yeah. the French. Yeah. Ne- defeated Napoleon. So to put things in perspective, that would be like... Independence Day. That would... But it's not. It's Independence Day is in September. It's like oh. September 18th. Oh, okay. But um, that would be like people in Mexico celebrating like the Alamo or something. Like, it. you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, okay. Or something yeah. weird like that. Yeah. It's like a, ba- a famous battle. It's recognized. But, I mean... I mean, actually, Americans didn't win the Alamo, so it doesn't matter. But it's a battle. It's a famous battle that's recognized, but it's not yes. like this celebrated thing. Okay. So yes, it is more American. So I got the traditions. We'll come back to the genealogy, and then was there another thing? Uh, I think. It, well, if there was any other uh, traditions that come from from your Mexican no. ancestry, that like any There's, sort of um, like pr- like prayers that you learned? No. Was there any sort of nope uh, heirlooms? Nope. Uh, nope. Wow, because I mean, well, yeah, it it is interesting because I don't know if anyone would ever because I you. did that stuff in school. Like I did when we have to pick a topic to research or something. I would do sometimes um, the Aztec Empire, and I kind of like already learned about that stuff, but nothing that like we spe- set aside special time to like do. Yeah. Okay. Because. I mean, I, for the life of me, if I was just some random racist, I would never guess that you were, like, 50% Mexican. Yeah. You're you're very, like, it's just, and I think part of it has to do that you never really grew up with any sort of cultural, um, whatever, in, integrated into your life. Because I feel like a lot of instances where you have those cultural barriers. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, a super, yeah. I mean, we go to Mexico every year, but it wasn't like we brought, my dad brought those traditions with him when he moved here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I have a, that's someone I used, so, there's someone that so I used to work with. he chose to like totally assimilate with the culture then. Yeah. Totally assimilate. Yeah. Wow. Because I have uh, someone I used to work with who is from, they're from some, I can't remember where, but some Eastern European country. They totally celebrate Easter on a different day. They totally celebrate Christmas on a different day. Oh, like, like Eastern like Orthodox? Eastern Orthodox calendar. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah that's so, intense. So they do that. Um, but, yeah, going back to the genealogy thing. Yeah. This was in 2009. 
and my dad, uh, so it was my biological grandfather and my grandmother had my dad. He was the first one. Then my biological grandfather remarried and had, I don't know, three or four kids. So he has half siblings. Then he remarried again and had like three or four kids. I can't remember what the order is. And so those half siblings knew of each other. Because they came afterwards. And so as they were like the, the mothers yeah, or whatever they, would tell them. This is in Peru because you. also then my dad, my grandmother had moved from Peru to Mexico. So while they moved, when they moved, after they moved, he remarried and then remarried again. So was she from Peru or was she Mexican? No, she was from Mexico. Okay. Okay. But they were living in Peru. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So he didn't know about that until like 2009, I think. Oh my goodness. Till 2009. Yeah. Holy cow. No matter how they get, this is going to blow your mind. Uh, yeah. Guess how he found out about how? this? On the internet. No. Yes. No. Are you freaking I kidding me? I can't remember. I'm pretty, I can't remember exactly wow. what it was. I can't remember exactly what it was. I think he, like, came across something that was, like, looking for this person roughly about this age with, like, some very vague information. And I think my dad was like, this kind of sounds like me a little bit. I don't know what the details were. Like, it could have been three pieces of information, super obscure, where he was like, no, those are pretty obscure pieces of information. Like, I fit those that description or whatever. And then I think they had made contact, and then he went to visit. And sure enough, there's, like, duplicate photos in, like, these people's homes from, uh, like, or photos that of his biological father that he recognized, like, this is my biological father. I have a duplicate or two of this photo maybe where it's, like, the dad by himself. But then also in photos with, like, the the family. He's like, oh, this is, uh, yep, that's my dad in those photos right there. What was his response? Uh, it, I don't, I don't know, actually. God, I was in college, so it's not like I. Oh, yeah. I just okay, get a phone call right. one time. Wow. And, uh, and then after he had visited, you could tell it was like, it, it was like he found a piece that he didn't know he was looking for. Why wow. it, it was, yeah, it was a very positive oh experience. That's incredible. Wow, what a great way to end yeah. episode number yeah. 22. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, until so, next time. Uh, no, hey, what? Did you want to add no, one more thing? Search, search, search hard enough and you'll find what you're looking for. <laughs>